The following program is classified MA. It is recommended for an immature audience. It may contain strong language, adult themes, and nudity. But being a podcast, that's not... Welcome to Planet Beer. This is The Beer Show. And tonight we are live at the Pig and Whistle in Brisbane on the river at the Riverside Complex. And, uh, and what a night we've got lined up for you because we've brought the man from Little Creatures with us. Not the band. We're talking about the beer. And let's introduce everyone right around the table. Jason's with us, of course. G'day. Oh, that was big. That was huge, Jason. Sorry. G'day. <laughs> Next on the on the show tonight, Brendan, mate, you've joined us tonight. You're a beer expert. That's what they tell me. I think it just becomes from, from years and years and years of drinking that you become yeah, an expert. There's that guy in that pub again. Yeah. Passed out on the floor. <laughs> he must be an expert. He must be an expert. And George, of course, from Little Creatures, and uh, he's got a T-shirt which says, Drink a Little One. Well, yeah, it's uh, good words to live by, uh, better words uh, to die by, but thanks for having us, uh, Walter. It's good to be down here. Right. And this is the last uh, show in the Series 1 for the beer show from Planet Beer, so... uh, if you, if you aren't on board this by now, you're missing something special. And, of course, drink responsibly, as we say at the beer show. Now, um, which beer do we want to have a look at first tonight? Well, Open things up. The, the, the one we've got, I don't know, this is the Pale Ale, I think, isn't it? Yep. I just yep. got handed to me. It had a big head on it. It was beautiful. It, it's, a, it's going down nice. A nice fruity drink, too. Uh, so tell us a little about it, George. Well, I guess the reason uh, that we came to the Pig & Whistle is uh, that they're going to be one of the first venues here in Queensland to have the Little Creatures Pale Ale on draft, on tap. And uh, we talk about sort of a, a, a fruity flavour coming through. That that comes from uh, some wonderful Oregon Cascade and Chinook hops that we use in our beers. And so to have that in a pint glass and coming off the tap really accentuates it and really sort of brings it out of the beer uh, as opposed to, you know, sort of quite cold just in, in the stubby so it's great for us to to have our pale ale now in a pint glass so that people here in brisbane and queensland can uh can get stuck in and uh really start to um fully appreciate uh what the pale ale is all about and talking pint glasses look at look what they've done guys they've marketed it in a, a special pint bottle that's great it looks like an old darwin stubby that, that looks about my size of a beer <laughs> that's great <laughs> It has got a touch of the Darwin Stubbies about it. It does, taste. yeah. It's a smaller version, but still a big one. And you've got to love that label with the sort of angelic type creature. Yeah, what's the story behind the angel? The story it's behind the angel? It's a, cher- a cherub, isn't it? It's a cherub, cherub sorry. Yeah. I was about to say. Angel, yeah, come yeah. on. Fine yeah. line, guys. You're splitting hairs. Yeah. Little creatures, a lot of what little creatures is about is a sense of fun, you know, and a sense of, uh, uh, a sense of innocence, if you like, and... Uh, and of openness and uh, so we find uh, being little creatures our, our little chirp represents represents a lot of what we're about and uh, also I mean it's been said that uh, it's what they drink in heaven and uh, he's brought it down for us here to uh, <laughs> give it a crack Really? <laughs> I reckon there'll be a few people drinking it in heaven at, uh, at the Pig and Whistle at Riverside before long. Especially, I thought, thought Forex was drunk in heaven. Oh, man, that's what sends you to heaven. Hey, George. Should, should go to hell for that. The, uh, the Little Creatures doesn't have anything to do with, um, I mean, uh, you know how you hear, hear folklore and, and things like that. Uh, does Little Creatures have anything to do with the, the yeast? Yeah. 
and, and it comes back as well to the idea of our pint-sized bottle. Uh, the pale ale is bottle condition. Yep. So uh, after the primary fermentation, it's actually filtered clear. But then we act, we add a secondary strain of yeast in the actual bottle, and uh, then uh, it sits in the bottle in bottle conditions, which, which is fantastic. It adds flavour. It means we don't have to add any preservatives. And uh, so the idea of the pint size bottle, which is exactly 568 mils, which is exactly a, a pint glass, is that you actually pour that out. So you get that yeast out of the bottle into the glass, let it mix up, let let those flavours uh, open up, you know, open up a little if you like. And uh, so just a great way for people who, you know, haven't got a, a keg at home, poor bastards, uh, you know, a chance for them to be able to sit back and, and enjoy a pint. Those are the poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have kegs at home. They can't all be perfect. You know. Speaking of kegs, um, uh, Brendan and I recently went on a boys' weekend. Woo-hoo! We went to a place called Double Island Point, yeah, which baby. is in uh, those of you around the world listening. It's uh, it's Noosa North Shores, so it's uh, north coast of Queensland. And um, we've been going there. Well, I, I've been asked for the last fifteen years to go, and only the last two years I've said yes because I know the antics that they get up to over there. You know, certain stories of people falling asleep and waking up with sticks shoved up their bum. Uh, oh, like that's that. rough stuff. I know. And, I'm um, glad those guys are getting... Don't try this at home. They're a little bit older and they've mellowed out exactly. a bit. Exactly. I waited until they actually started to have children and matured a bit. But yeah. um, as you would have experienced, Brendan, that's, uh, they didn't mature that much. There, well, weren't, there actually, weren't any sticks. There's, and there's no sticks. Those boys were pretty well behaved, but... Uh, uh, everyone was quite amazed when we rocked up with a keg in the back of the truck. Well, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a keg hooked up to a what a miracle box. Yeah, miracle box, or what we call it, temperite. So we had the back of the Pajero. We opened the back up, and there we go. We've got uh, a bit of uh, cloudy hefeweizen, hefeweizen beer on tap while they're drinking their four X. So you weren't exactly slumming at a double island. Oh no, we, we were slumming it because we had we had tents away from the snakes. Well, I hope. Well, tents, that, that's a new thing for this year. Last year, well, previous years, all you could have was a tarp and a sleeping bag. If it, if it, uh, you, you put the sleeping bag on the tarp, and if it rained, you put the sleeping bag under the tarp. And that was it. <laughs> and um, remember, uh, Pat accidentally threw up on Brad's oh, sleeping bag, so sweet. Brad hops into his bed, and all of a sudden it's wet. <laughs> so, yeah. There was a few vomiting. Floyd could there. have a field day with you guys and your snakes. Well, you're away camping. Yes, the one-night trouser snakes. There was a few of them. I saw a few. Uh, I saw more full moons that weekend than I care to remember. Yeah, it, was a, it was a very clear night. Well, you know what they say about camping. It's intense. Hey, I like that. And this is why he is a marketing guru. See, that, that's why, uh, see, that makes our show a comedy now. I like that. That's good. And uh, look, they've got some beer coasters that go with this little creatures range too, which say open up a little. Explain that to us, George. Just coming back, obviously, a bit of a play on words there. So as you you know, crack the top off, uh, off a stubby or of little creatures, you're opening up a little creatures. Yes. But, uh, yeah, also um, going back to the company's philosophies, uh, if you go to the actual venue in Fremantle, it's a lovely, big, open venue, and uh, we have everyone there from, you know, little two-year-olds running around uh, with sticks. Hopefully, they don't, you know, <laughs> take anyone's eye out. But uh, you know, also, you know, the ninety-year-old grandpas are there, and everyone's with having sticks. a good time with sticks. <laughs> Trying to whack the kids. Yeah, look out for the grandpas with sticks. Yeah. The kids, they're all right, but the grandpas are the ones you have to watch. But yeah, it's it's about being open and honest, 
and uh, just everyone, you know, enjoying each other's company and uh, having a good time. All right, we'll come back with another beer shortly uh, from Little Creatures as we sip our way through the range of four fabulous beers that they've got in stock. We've started things with the Pale Ale tonight, and uh, we'll catch up with our band a little later in the evening too. Uh, it's all part of Planet Beer, the beer show. When a voiceover is this deep, it could only be for Carlton Draft. Because a man should never have to hear words like barley, hops and yeast in a namby-pamby girly voice. And that's where I come in. Just the cold, hard facts. Then I just go home, eat a steak and build up my energy for the next time. Carlton Draft. Made from beer. We are back with Planet Beer, the beer show. And for those of you who've uh, pirated this on someone else's machine on your podcast, just remember you can download from the website to check it out for yourselves. Uh, Jason, uh, we've got a comment on this, this shirt you're wearing tonight. It's, I think Brendan summed it up nicely, haven't you? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at this school, really cool Boy Scout shirt that uh, I thought uh, Jason had hand-sewn all these labels on. And I just saw someone coming out of the toilet with the same shirt. That's it's my, uh, it's my, it's my little bit for Steve Irwin, who, uh, if you if you've been living under a rock somewhere, somewhere without television, you would uh, you'd know that uh, he died not long ago, a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. I don't want to date the show, so I'm going to say a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and the Khaki Army are out tonight at the Pig and Whistle uh, at Riverside, and uh, you look like you're the captain of the army. Yeah, no, I am. It was a, it was a shock. It's funny. I've never seen a Steve Irwin show, like as in, I wasn't, I couldn't say I was a fan. I never watched, you know, anything that was on there. I saw one episode where he went to Bali and did surfing and whatever, but um, when he died, like it, it hit me pretty hard because I thought, oh, jeez, you know, imagine if someone was a fan, big fan of his. Um, yeah. It's, it makes you feel, uh, yeah. I gotta say, I was a, I was a pretty big fan watching him. I used to watch him on uh, on one of the two hundred stations back in Hawaii, uh, <laughs> and uh, long before I'd ever ever been to Australia. And I absolutely loved him. Uh, I just he'd come up to a snake. Now look at this beautiful snake. Now if you bit me, boy, with that head. But don't worry, I'm not too far from with the anti venom. And I'll just play with it for a while. Isn't she gorgeous? Isn't that the worst Australian accent you've ever the, heard? Yeah, I think so. It, That's worse than Meryl Streep. No, uh, it's funny. There's a, I think dingo there's a new... Dingo got my baby. Yeah. Was it the dingo that took your baby? It, it's funny. The uh, There's a new cartoon out that's got a, ca- a koala in it. And the again, the accent is almost as bad as Brennan's one. <laughs> but um, they always get, these, they get a pom and say, yeah, you're close enough. Let's do it. Yeah. And they talk like this. You know... I got my kangaroo. It's you crazy. Know, it's, it's stupid. It's a throwback to like the old Chips Rafferty days, you know, when our when our dads were going to the movies. Yeah. yeah we, anyway, we shouldn't talk too much about Steve because the Croc Hunter, believe it or not, was a non-drinker. He was a teetotaler, so uh, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. He, he was. T- I think he was too intense of a person to have any kind of a drug in his system. He was just on a natural high on life. Yep. And uh, just, I've, I've interviewed him uh, several times, and he's one of the most passionate people I've ever had the pleasure to interview. Amazing guy. Now, but, let's but, let's take things to another level without... Let's look at some more beers. Just if we can have a quick overview of the other stuff you've got here, George, tonight from Little Creatures. Crikey, George, show us! Well, show us the beer! Open up can, a little for us. We can actually link back to Little Creatures quite quite well from um, 
our old mate Steve. Uh, may he rest in peace. Because uh, uh, Little Creatures Brewery was, um, the original site was actually a crocodile farm. There you and go. hence, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, we talked about oh, the segue. yeast. The, the <laughs> is, that what, is that the official word? That's is a technical a, a radio segue. term for a segue. Right, right. Uh, I, yeah, a link. Yes. <laughs> it was well, seamless, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even know. Kind of like Jason's yes. uh, patches, a bit seamless, really. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we used to be a crocodile farm before it became Little Creatures Brewery. So that's sort of talking about the yeast before, the microorganisms, Little Creatures. That name also ties into when we had the, the crocs and the alligators uh, uh, on the ground there, and they've still got the original viewing platform in the in the brewery, so people now can come down and, and instead of looking down on, on I guess, the not-so-little creatures, the alligators, now you can actually look down <coughs> on... Um, Excuse me, just correct. Uh, that's a uh, crocodile. A crocodile, sorry. Sorry. For those of you playing at home. <laughs> these foreigners. Sorry, right, keep going. That's all right, yeah. You can now look down on uh, on our brewers, who are you know sort of um, sort of animals in their own right, I guess. Yeah, and I, see I what believe they, they don't quite pass the height restrictions for the rides at uh, at uh, Dreamworld either. That that's correct. Most of the people who work uh, at Little Creatures are about five foot nothing, and uh, so yeah, the, the Little Creatures name once again sort of uh, has a, a loose link. Uh, yeah. To, to the general, so uh, I guess, the average factory, height of our staff. A factory oh. in Fremantle full of Oompa Loompas. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. There should be more Oompa Loompas. And a chocolate river flowing through the middle of it. I used to have nightmares about Oompa Loompas. Or is it a beer river in Little Creatures' case? I think they preferred being called little people. I think that's the correct uh, Yeah. The correct Nobody likes short people. <laughs> Don't start singing Randy Newman songs. Now... Also on the beer show, we have, we've started off with the pale ale. Just if you could quickly take us through the others. Yeah, well, four beers altogether that come out of Little Creatures Brewery. Uh, obviously, yeah, we've spoken about the pale ale. Uh, and uh, I guess another beer we do is a lovely Pilsner. So uh, just uh, nice, clean, crisp, you know, Australian take on, on the uh, original, you know, Czechoslovakian Pilsner. Um, so slow brewed over about six weeks as opposed to our ales, which... Uh, we can do in about 10 days, then with the pale ale, another uh, an extended uh, bottle conditioning uh, before it's ready to be, to be shipped out. Um, so yeah, I mean, Pilsner, the style, comes from the days of, of ice caves up in Czechoslovakia. So before there were fridges, we used to stick, stick the beer in tubs in ice caves, and they found uh, you know, over the summer months that the beer actually kept conditioning at these low temperatures, creating a lovely, clean, you know, crisp, refreshing flavour. So that's the Pilsner with the, with the SARS hops. Uh, and then our new one that is just going absolute bananas here in the Queensland, and that's the Bright Ale. Is that a is that a Queensland joke? Was it uh, uh, bananas? No, oh, no, just well, it is. It, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Subtle. <laughs> the perfect beer for the Sunshine State, the Bright yeah, Ale. It is. So it's called Bright Ale. Is that the one I'm looking at with the yellow? With the yellow. Yellow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, Incidental. lovely colour to it. And um, when you're brewing a pale ale. Uh, after the primary conditioning, uh, the beer gets filtered, and so it's actually filtered clear before then we add that secondary yeast strain and bottle condition it. And at that stage, it's, uh, it's called bright beer at that initial um, filtration stage. And so we sort of uh, we sort of played on that idea to, to create a bright ale, and we saw some wonderful hops, uh, a hybrid, if you like, of, of a SARS variety that's grown in New Zealand, and discovered this wonderful hops and um, created this this sort of lovely style of ale that's still nice and floral, nice and fragrant, but uh, very Moorish and a nice just uh, a sort of drier finish on it. 
uh, as opposed to that sort of uh, lemon uh, citrus finish on the payload. And then, yeah, should we, uh, I guess last but not least. Uh, yeah, let's not forget it. Uh, yeah, the Rogers. You'll get uh, a right royal rogering if you don't mention this one back home. Yeah. 10-4. The Rogers uh, with the apostrophe after the S because it's actually uh, named after two, um, two fairly um, uh, famous Australian brewers, uh, Roger Bailey and Roger Bustle, that helped develop uh, what was originally called Little Creatures Amber Ale into Rogers, Little Creatures Rogers, and uh, just recently actually won Best Amber Ale in Australia at, um, I think it was the AHA Awards, don't quote me on that, but uh, uh, one fairly prestigious um, event that's just happened in Sydney recently. And uh, just a, a lovely colour to it, uh, beautiful um, sort of malt hop flavours, but just so smooth and, and just so subtle and well balanced and uh, it's coming in at about 3.8%. Alright. We're going to take a break. We're going to go to the girls with germs. The girls germs themselves. They're back by popular they are. Look, at them. Look at them on stage there. They're lining up Brennan, now. they're looking at you. They've got their school uniforms on and uh, Brendan's being eyeing them off. Yeah, what's with the school uniforms? I'll have to ask the guys after the break. Uh, we'll have to, yeah. Well, while we go listen to the band, we're going to have um, our dinner has just arrived. Oh, and uh, look at... There's two bits of meat on our hamburgers. What is up with that? That's what too much meat for me. Yeah. The Beer Show live at the Pick and Whistle Riverside online at beershow.com. Actually, the Beer Show, but hey, we won't get technical.
come back to Planet Beer. Oh, it wasn't Girls James great. And so was my burger. I didn't oh, that, actually, that was that was a very tasty burger. That was the best burger Dub- I've had today. Double meat patty, a bit much, but yeah, <laughs> that was. But uh, that was a tasty burger. No, that was great. What else was I going to say? George has gone to the toilet, so um, just before we go on with George and at our next toilet, our next beer tasting, why don't you guys tell us about the beer game that you played oh. while you were at Double Island Point? Yeah, it was called the stick game, and um, what you do is you stick a stick in the fire. Can't be too thick because it takes too long to burn. And what happens is everyone sits around the fire, and when the stick eventually burns and falls, it falls towards somebody. That person has to shotgun a beer. Now here out at the beer a, show, out of a can, out of a can. Uh, here at the beer show, we do not uh, condone any stupid or, drinking or, or like that, or encourage drink. anyone ever to drink VB <laughs> out of a can. Shotgun. Shotgun. And especially when it's when it's come out of the ice, it's just a, it's about a half a degree Celsius. I think I got a brain freeze oh. when I did that. Yep. Uh, I, I, would li- I generally like my beers around four, five, even up to six, seven degrees. Oh, I tell you, that was a tough one. I know. And like those of you who don't know how to shotgun, again, we don't. Uh, we're not teaching you how to do it. Basically, it's uh, you get a can of drink, you puncture a hole in the bottom, you know, side of it. Whilst putting that up to your mouth, pull the lid and suck away. <laughs> and about five seconds later, that can is emptied into your belly. And a little known fact, our American friend Brendan is about to become an Aussie, correct? Oh, you found that out. I, I heard this on the vine. So maybe they could make shotgunning part of the citizenship ceremony. Hang on. I yeah. thought you already were an Aussie. Well, no. no the uh, We celebrated you being an Aussie up the, up the coast. Yeah. And that's because I'd gone through all the... Um, oh. all the Paperwork, okay. and I've got my ceremony coming up uh, in about oh, two weeks. Oh, okay, yeah. I heard some people. I live in uh, a CBD of Ipswich in uh, Brisbane. Oh, well, it's not Brisbane. It's Ipswich in Queensland, and um, I could hear the mayor singing um, "Advance Australia Fair" while I was cooking dinner last night. Not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing. So uh, we've just got our man from Little Creatures has joined us again. Uh, George has just uh, wandered back in. Did you find that girl? No, she loved me and left me. Oh. Uh, Here at the beer show, Planet Beer, we've had the music already of the girls. They've been playing for us. We've been sampling some beers, talking about the boys and their boys' trip away. And I mm-hmm. noticed that, that Brendan left his lady at home, Peter, and, and you and, and Jason. Kate didn't get a look in there. No, no, it's, it's strictly it boys was, only. It, what was it? It was about 25... 25 guys. Guys from school, basically. Yeah. Well, it started off as a school thing, St. Eddie's Old Boys, and um, it turned out to be uh, now whoever comes along. Americans, yeah. Hawaiians, <laughs> brewers, whoever can bring the best beer. All right. So, but we, we have set a precedent, though. Like, next year, I guarantee you, there's going to be someone else with a miracle box with something. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe there's it. a couple of the home brewers there. Yeah. They saw that set up, and they were very jealous. Yeah. So I think uh, we raised the bar for the uh, for the beer uh, for coming years. The, the thing is, for sports fans too that listen to the beer show, the uh, NRL season's wrapped up, and all the other kind of round ball seasons are starting up with the the, the A League in Australia, and and the the basketball's kicking in too shortly. I'm thinking one night I'm going to take Jason down to the Brisbane Convention Centre, treat him to a beer and a hot dog and see how American basketball is played in Australia. In the oh, NBA. That, was, that should be interesting. Yeah. 
really interesting. How is, how is it played in... Beer home? and hot dogs? What's that? How, That's a cheap night. How, how is it played in, in America? I, I never really watched basketball. What is it, basketball? You called yourself... Nah. <laughs> well, Hawaii has no professional teams. We don't have basketball, football, or uh, what the other one is. Uh, baseball. Uh, okay, here comes... Stacey's we've just, just been us. served up the... Um, the the stickler. sticklers. Sticklers. Yeah. What we've got here is we've got uh, here at the uh, the um, sorry, <laughs> I forgot where I was at. Um, I know. The pig and whistle. Here Reed at the Stacey's pig and whistle. So I was thinking pig something. Here at the pig and whistle. Thank you very much. Uh, Arge, our good friend Arge here has got on tap now. A traditional English beer. Uh, yeah, cast condition. But it's cast condition, and it's um. So, so what they do is they pump it. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't seen their setup, but traditionally, what you get is a uh, um, a keg that that could be uh, put in a breather into it, and then uh, tap into the shive, and then you would put it in the cellar at about 10 degrees, and then you pull your pull your handle on your beer engine and draw the beer from the cellar up into um, like a swan neck, diffuse it, and then, and then thereby putting in nitrogen. Yeah. Um, uh, and oxygen into the beer, so you, you, uh, you smooth it out a bit. So it still gets injected by, like, like I'm talking about, I thought it was back like in the old days when they didn't have any gassing. And it was a yep, this is the old way. So, so, this is, so how do you get nitrogen into that? No, well, it comes it comes through the swan neck, and, oh, and, yeah. and air, air, which is set about 73% nitrogen or something, something like that, gets driven into the beer. Oh. So before... Um, widgets were invented and before uh, not, not nitrogenated beers you know became popular and I think that was to create an English style of beer yep. um, this is cast condition ale which is real ale um, so it's the traditional method of, of drawing beer out of casks and this is a popular thing that's gone back to the old English days uh, well it just I don't know. I I, th- I believe there's a certain percentage of breweries in England that still maintain this. Um, of course, it seems England's going the way of the world, which is lagers. But uh, there's still a lot of breweries that are doing traditional cask beer. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's uh, doing it here in Australia. I'm sure somebody's doing it somewhere. Certainly, there it's it's made some type of a revival in the U.S. But it's it's not a huge thing. But uh, anyway, it's 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 something to be enjoyed. Typically, they're about uh, eight, nine, or ten degrees, um, and so a lot of people don't like warm beer. Personally, uh, if it's, it fits the style, maybe drink it. Well, they they say it's okay to have your beer at room temperature when you're in England, but of course in Australia, our average room temperature is in the twenties. So maybe that's not a very bright idea. No, no, that's why we, we refer, like to refer to it as cellar temperature. So then we're we're talking ten degrees. Yeah. So we drink our beer at cellar temperature. Well, okay. Well, I've had a sip. The color. The color's very um, Boddington's color. That I, I would say. Yeah, the, uh, the like uh, it's red, toffee red yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. That's a good description. Yeah. And it's um. Malty. Malty. That, that is the key thing that's happening with this beer. It has got a, is a very malt-driven. Uh, seems to be uh, relatively um, uh, mild in the hops. But, wow, a lot of malt in there. A lot of chocolate, roasted toffee malts. Yep. Yep. 
What do you think, George? Sitting over there, uh, thinking about that girl that walked past before. <laughs> I can't get her out of my mind. She but gave him the look. Just, uh, just talking about, I guess, uh, you know, England and you know, obviously uh, the, the the ale capital of the world. And um, we sort of talk about, um, I guess, uh, I know one thing we do do with some of our ales is uh, we'll, we'll burtonize the water. So to try and sort of, uh, if you like, uh, mimic the uh, chemical makeup of uh, uh, the water that's uh, similar to uh, Burton on Trent, like the, the ionic makeup. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't know if it's uh, I don't think it's softening the water. No, it's not softening. It's, it's hardening. The, hardening. The hardening, opposite. Right. I always get it wrong. But uh, so yeah, get, but you get that lovely mouth feel. Yeah, get yeah, ca- yeah. calcium, calcium, chloride, calcium sulfate, sulfate. Yeah. bit of poo, <laughs> magnesium. <laughs> <laughs> Surely there's some crap floating around that river. You know, that's, that would have been a good word for Shedan. Burtonization. What was it? Burtonization. Burtonization. Along with nitrogenation and isomer, isomerization. Isomerizing. The, the scary thing with Shedan is that she can pull those words out like months later and go, oh yeah. I've got a brain like a sieve. They sound like words you'd find only in the Beckionary for the, for the artist known as Beck. You know, they're just crazy words. Now, what kind of food would go well with this beer, Brendan? Well, that's a, that's a funny thing. I mean, I've got, a, I've got a professional opinion about beer and food, and I have a personal opinion about beer and food. Personally, I, I like to drink my beer without food. <laughs> hydraulic sandwiches all the way. Yeah, hydraulic You've sandwiches. got everything you need in the glass right there. But uh, <laughs> this, this big multi... This is a really big multi beer. Mm. Um, the spoon uh, would stand up in this. Yeah, is. I'm not. Um, I don't know. I certainly would go with uh, several uh, caramel desserts. Um, yeah. as a, you know, an it's a good dessert thing. beer. Oh, but but it's not. But it's not necessarily sweet. But I'd hate to. I'd hate to put it with something um, like a like a leg of lamb, which is also has a very strong flavor. Uh, I think you get detracting um, sensations. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'd put this one with food. But yeah, I was gonna say this is a session beer. I think, in, in the sense that, you know, it's very English. You're in an English pub. I think the only thing you should be drinking, apart from uh, little creatures uh, and uh, Matilda Bay and uh, Carlton Draft, is um, is. Uh, is, is English beer in an English pub? It makes sense, doesn't it? Because I, 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 I go to pubs that are themed like this for the escapism. Like I've never been to England, but I'm guessing it's it's a lot like this. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> so I have to eat, eat. I have to eat. I have to drink a um, an English beer in there. When when in Rome, do what the Romans do. So exactly. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Speaking of Rome. Peter Brock also died that same week. Uh, that uh, those of you that in a, was a, the worst segue. <laughs> I know. You had a go with George. At least he had a croc connection. I know. But uh, those of you who are outside of Australia, you may not know. New Zealanders would know us. Uh, you would know Peter Brock. But um, he's a motorsport legend here in Australia, and he also died the same week Steve Irwin did. So it was like a celebrity death week for us. As opposed to celebrity death match. That's right. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, he. He died doing the Targa in uh, yeah, Western Australia. Seriously, a, 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 
a, a, a week that just rocked Australians. And uh, and for those who knew uh, Peter Brock in the uh, the motor racing circuit, of course that's gone international since he retired from V8 supercar racing, because they're racing these days in, in China and, and and Bahrain and all over the place in the V8s. Um, but he he is a dead set legend, a nine time winner of Bathurst. Uh, should have made a ten, but that's the way it went. And uh, you know, and he made he started out in tiny little cars and then and then worked his way up to these V8 monsters. He, um, I actually got to meet the guy and he's a, he's a very nice, he's a teetotaler as well, as Steve Irwin was. But, um, yeah, no, he was, he, uh, he wrote on my hat, he said, live life, Peter Brock. You too, I've got a hat signed by Peter Brock at home. Yep, and so. I was very tempted to put that on eBay, but then <laughs> that was only the, the, the evil devil on my shoulder yeah, that was the, the good devil evil walter the good angel said no don't do that no it's not on but okay let's uh let's we're gonna have to wind the show up i think because i could sit here all night and talk and drink but um i think we better rate this uh this baby yeah, let's give it a number out okay of, out of five out of five stars for the sticklers from the um uh, out of the pat pump itself i uh i give it a three I reckon I have to get through this point, and then I'd probably. Uh, yeah. I, truth, truthfully, I, I didn't see the setup. I didn't see how they how they were pulling the point. I would have expected uh, a lot a lot more creamy, a lot softer. Yeah, there wasn't much of a head on that. Um, uh, it's a, it's really cold. He likes a good head. It's a uh, it's a lot colder than I think an English ale should be served at. But sorry, I was going to say I haven't heard that joke before. God. There's a joke about a head. You get it? Like on beer? But it, it's going to be on the cutting room floor. Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm going to be not as generous as Jason. I'm going to go two and a half. Oh, George? Well, I think just what we're saying, I think the, the novelty value of being in an in a English pub, and uh, it's good to see... Um, See them, you know. Good to see a hand pump. At least you know to be able to. I mean, this is the first time I've actually tried a beer. In like the a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Get a hand on it. So um, yeah, I'm going to give it a, a three and a half sitting in the pub. But you know, I think if I was anywhere else, uh, I, I would have struggled to get through more than a pint of it. Yeah, oh, I don't think I could do a pint of it, quite frankly. I've only just barely touched this. I mean, yeah, you're right for atmosphere and, and being part of an English pub. It gets points for that, but um, it's a real heavy beer. And I think you'd have to be very thirsty to get through a pint of this. Well, there's our cue to go. But the DJ cranks it up like that. I think it says, beer show guys, get lost. I'm taking over the dance floor. So we'd like to thank everyone. We'd like to thank Little Creatures, George from Little Creatures. We're going to feature them on our shows in the future. We're going to go into more details with their um, their other range of beers, the other four that are on the um, in the range. I'm sure there'll probably be more by the time. Well, any, they've probably got some on the plans, you know, secret ones they're not going to tell us about yet. But I'm sure we'll uh, we'll launch them here on the show. I'd like to thank Brennan. I'd like to give you two words to leave with. What's the two words? Brew naked. Brew naked. As you do. I always do anyway. Excellent. I'd like to thank Walter. There's an image to leave you with. Oh, I know. Brennan. It's funny. Now I'm going to be a bit more careful when I drink Brennan's home brews now. Gee, that's a creamy beer you've got there, Brennan. 
anyway, living on a prayer. Uh, this is the I feel sorry show. for all the people who are not in Australia right now who are overseas listening to us and thinking, listen to those Aussies. That song's like from, what, 1989? Well, we know how to party like it's 1999. I'm embarrassed, so <laughs> I'm going to gonna sign off here. I'll like say thank you. I'll let Walter finish it up here, but uh, good night, Australia. And just remember to tune in live for the beer show. Next session is going to be coming up. We've got a new season just around the corner, so stick around for that. New sponsors too. New sponsors, new patches on the khaki shirt for Jason. This is The Beer Show from Planet Beer online at www.thebeershow.com.